This is the Virtual Assistant Advantage podcast, the podcast for Christian virtual assistants and the ministry leaders, business owners, and bloggers who hire them. Learn the tips, tricks, and advantages of working together. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant and virtual assistant coach, Alicia Avant. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Avant, and today we're going to be talking about what is a nurture sequence. And then I'm also going to be giving you some questions that you would ask yourself to help you to prepare the nurture sequence. So first of all, a nurture sequence is a series of emails that you send out after you've delivered a free offer to your list. So someone signs up for your list, they are signing up for a free offer. We covered free offer last week, so if you have not listened to that episode, you'll want to go back and listen to that. And in exchange for your their name and email, you give them whatever the free offer was And then you will begin to send them what we are calling a nurture sequence or a series of emails that help them to get to know you, like you, and trust you a little better so that they'll want to do business with you. So that's going to be how this works. So you're going to want to ask yourself prior to creating this nurture sequence a few questions. The first question is, what criteria do you want to use to segment your list for better communication? So I have an entire episode about segmenting your list and why it's important. I was going to try to look back and see how far back that was. Sometime last year, I talked about nurturing your list and I talked about how to segment your list. So I will link in the show notes to that old episode because it is still very, very relevant and it will help you to understand why segmenting is important. So what criteria do you want to use to segment your list for better communication is one question you'll want to ask yourself as you're going to start set, um, you're going to start nurturing your list. The second question you're going to ask yourself is how often do you plan to email your list? How often do you plan to email your list? And this is because the nurture sequence is going to help them get used to hearing from you. So you want to space out your nurture sequence emails about the same amount that you would space out the emails that you're going to be sending them on a regular basis. And another thing is most softwares will allow you to do this but you don't want to send your nurture sequence and simultaneously be sending them your weekly emails if you're doing weekly or your monthly emails like your what you might be calling your newsletter or weekly e- or monthly email doesn't need to be going out the same time as your nurture sequence because your nurture sequence is helping them to get to know you and you don't want to bombard them with emails so think about that and there are ways in most softwares to hinder them from receiving the newsletter type email or campaign type email until they're done with the nurture sequence. So be aware of that and look for how you can do that. And it's usually like with a tag or 
using the automation system. ConvertKit does this very well. ActiveCampaign does this very well. So you will want to make sure that you're using a software that will allow you to um, customize this in that way. Okay, so the second question to ask yourself is how often do you plan to email your list? Question number three is what types of emails do you plan to send, like in the future? Are you going to have a weekly newsletter, a monthly newsletter? Are you going to send promotional type posts? Whatever types of posts you're planning to send in the future or types of emails are the types of emails that you should send as part of your nurture sequence to get them used to it. The whole point of this is to nurture a relationship with the people on your email list. So how will you do that in the future? Do that now to create that, that level of trust and understanding and knowledge um, so that they can know what to expect. That leads us to question number four. What can you do to, in, to um, encourage engaging conversations and meaningful discussions? What can you do to encourage people to respond to you? One of the ways that you can do this is to ask a question at the end of your emails and, and prompt them to hit reply now to answer that question. Or ask a question and have them go to your Facebook group, always link to the actual post in your Facebook group, and have them go over to that group and answer that question. Or just merely asking them to follow you on social media or join your Facebook group is another way because you have to get them to a place where conversation is already happening and begin to engage with them. This is all about nurturing that relationship, starting a relationship with someone so that they feel like that they can have a conversation with you. So that is question number four. The next question is, what types of information will you provide in your emails? You don't just want to sell to people. The important thing about creating a nurture sequence is it is about getting to know you, like you, and trust you so they'll want to do business with you. You can inform them. You can educate them. You can create that conversation and fun with them. And then you can promote to them. But you want to do a little bit of all of those things, not just promote, promote, promote. That is so important. So think about the types of information that you'll be providing in your emails. That's the main stuff that you want to think about before you create a nurture sequence. How often are you going to send them? You want to space them out. I personally use the rule of the seven days. Because I send my emails on a weekly basis, I have a set of nurture sequence emails that spaced out for seven days and it's enough of them to provide enough content that I will be communicating with them for a month before they ever get the um, newsletter type emails. So it spaces it out 
helps them to get to know me, gives them time to kind of understand what I'm all about before they start getting regular emails. So those are the things that you should consider. I hope that this was helpful to you. This was, this is one of the services that I provide to my clients. So it is a service that is very needed. So if you're a VA, think about providing this service. If you are a business owner, you need help with this service. Uh, either myself or I know a bunch of VAs that could probably help you. So thank you again for listening to this episode. I would love to have you back here next week. And also tell your friends about us. Leave me a rating or a review so I'll know how I'm doing. And thanks again.